Hello everybody, welcome back uh, to another episode of Multipurpose with Lakshit. Um, so this, this episode is a special episode because we are in the Pride Month. And um, today we have Prince Manvendra joining in. So thank you, thank you very much for joining in. It's my pleasure having you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, thanks uh, Lakshit for uh, giving me this uh, opportunity. So uh, let me begin by uh, telling about myself. Uh, uh, I happen to be the custodian and the uh, 39th uh, direct descendant of uh, a 650 year old uh, uh, Gohil dynasty, uh, which was established in the western part of uh, uh, India, uh, now in the state of Gujarat, in the place called uh, Rajpipla. Okay. And uh, I also happen to be the first member of uh, a royal family to uh, openly come out as gay to the world. Uh, that happened in 2006. And uh, uh, again, I am the only Indian to be on the uh, uh, famous uh, Oprah Winfrey show uh, okay. to be invited by her uh, three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I founded the Lakshya Trust, uh, which is a charitable organization mm-hmm. uh, which works towards the dedication of uh, the LGBT community in the state of Gujarat. Okay. Uh, and uh, I am also the ambassador uh, consultant for uh, the world's oldest and largest uh, non-profit organization okay. working on the HIV testing and treatment. It's called uh, AIDS Healthcare Foundation, and I'm I'm the uh, Indian ambassador for that. So okay. that's just a brief introduction about my. Wonderful. Thank you very much for that introduction. I just uh, thank you very much again for being here. So, so first question to you is um, like, how did it feel being into a royal family? Like, how how does um, you know uh, you you are from a royal family or a princess of uh, Rajpapila? So how does it feel being in a royal family? How different it is from a normal normal life of you know human being? See, being born in the royal family is uh, you you are attached to a lot of uh, responsibilities because you are seen as the future custodian of this uh, rich yeah. cultural heritage, which is being inherited by you from your ancestors. And I I, I was telling you, I was is one of the oldest dynasties. Uh, in India, dating back to the 13th uh, century, mm-hmm. so your uh, your upbringing is such that they prepare you to uh, take over this uh, this uh, heritage. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, it's it's quite different than being raised by the commoners. The very fact is that uh, the day I was born on uh, 23rd September 1965, uh, my name was registered uh, in the a gazette of uh, the Ministry of uh, Home Affairs, Government of India, okay. because uh, uh, they wanted to know the next in line, the next heir to the throne, so that uh, the rights and the privileges and all could be passed on. Right? Because uh, in those days, uh, the we still had our powers and privileges, which were withdrawn in 1971. Okay. Then uh, uh, even the upbringing is that. Uh, uh, I was raised by a nanny. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one difference in raising a child in the royal family is that uh, the parents don't raise you. You are raised by a nanny or a governess, go- governor. So, governess. So the 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 difference is that uh, uh, you don't uh, tend to be attached 
to your parents like you have, i see in other families you are you have you are mentally conditioned to get attached to your parents you yeah. get love and affection from your parents that doesn't happen in royal families we we share a very uh, formal relationship with our parents okay and even all, even as of now and uh, like you know uh, I, we are not supposed to even call each other by mom and dad or you know okay. uh, we have to maintain certain formalities so that that difference is there uh so uh, because of that also i think it's an advantage for me because i was attached to my parents so uh, really speaking when i came out to them it wasn't that difficult because uh, i know indian uh, children they have difficulties in coming out to their parents because they are so attached to them so we feel oh uh what will they feel uh, how will we do that what if they dis- they kind of disown me uh, so we all live with that fear you know but for me uh, because i was attached to my nanny and my governess so that uh, that fear was not there yeah okay okay great and um, when you um, in two th- I, if i'm not from you 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 know said you like came out as a gay uh, in 2006 right yeah 2006 i came out to the public but i came out to my parents in 2002 the four okay. years before okay okay great um when did you like when you said your parents that you are a gay you um, what what kind of um, things was it going on um i think i think um, that would be a great uh, you know there there could be there would be a different um, reactions and different emotions and different kind of things they would be telling you because you come from a royal family and uh, you you are going to your um, your coming generations are going to you know be the successors of your of, of your family so what what kind of um, like what 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 did they say when you you know said that you you are gay and you just uh, have no attraction to women so oh, see it is very interesting that uh, i didn't come out to them directly but uh, uh, that time i i was uh, suffering from a nervous breakdown so i was admitted to a hospital where uh, uh, i was undergoing treatment and the doctor who was uh, treating me the psychiatrist was trying to find out that uh, what has gone wrong with me and in that uh, process i came out to the psychiatrist now fortunately the psychiatrist was uh, was very sensitive towards the lgbt issues and uh, he was quite friendly and supportive mm-hmm. so he uh, volunteered to come out to my parents uh, to let them know that look uh, the the condition in which your son is now is because he is unable to come out and uh, he's leading a, a closeted life and uh, this is his reason so that's how he came out uh, to them and uh, of course uh, the reaction was uh, at first uh, the the state of denial which mm-hmm. most parents do they just deny this you know it's it's not true it's wrong how can our son be gay we gave him the best upbringing yeah. and the you know the word sanskar is used in indian language so uh, then uh, after they were convinced by this psychiatrist they said oh the, there will be definitely a cure for this because uh, uh today the science is advanced so much that uh, anything can be cured so we can we can do anything to cure him if there is a surgery required if there is a mental uh, this uh, shock therapy uh-huh. uh, and then they were told no nothing is possible because uh, homosexuality is not a mental disorder homosexuality is not a disease yeah. so that was also explained 
then the next course they took was to convert me through religious leaders okay now it's it's very interesting that uh, uh, i know some of the religious leaders who are gay themselves you mm -hmm. know or they, or they are queer themselves who have taken the path of religion uh, as a, a mode of escapism yeah you know they didn't want to uh, get married so they become religious leaders now what will a person who's already gay what advice is he going to give me you know as yeah. a religious leader yeah. but anyway i was very cooperative with my parents and i i did whatever that person said for for 3 years uh from 2002 to 2005 mm -hmm. i cooperated with, with my parents and said uh, did exactly what the religious leader told me to do for example i became vegetarian for the first time in my life i i left non vegetarian because i now family is it, uh, we are strictly non vegetarian so i was vegetarian for 3 years i started writing word the word ram ram which one advice one leader advised me on in a notebook i filled the, at least 5 notebooks writing the word ram ram okay i did yoga i did meditation i did all the things which the religious leaders told me to do but in spite of that instead of becoming straight i think i became more gay you okay. know then uh, they would have thought then they realized that this is not going to work let us torture him financially let us torture him socially so they started uh, threatening me that okay if you don't change your behavior we'll tell x y and z we'll tell a b and c that you are so and so and then all your friends will stop talking to you your your uh, associates will disconnect with you Uh, so that that kind of uh, uh, threatening they started doing okay then they also started telling me that okay we will remove you from our uh, wherever you are with connected with us in in different businesses and different partnerships and uh, this and that that uh, you know uh, you, you don't deserve all this and you're not changing your behavior and yeah. my mother she went to this extent of saying that look if you have to live with us then you have to get married to a girl otherwise there are two options you uh, uh leave this world and become a saint or, or a religious leader mm -hmm. you know because uh, there is no place for you here or you join the hijra community okay so i said no i am i am not willing to either become a saint because i i have, i don't want to renounce the world i want to enjoy the material world so why should i become a saint and i am gay why should i join the hijra community you know so i said i will i, I won't do these things and at the same time i will not even get married to a girl see most parents uh, they think that after even after the child comes to them and tells mom i am gay they think that uh, if they will get married to a girl uh, they will become straight you know or they will start acting straight but that doesn't happen you know because this is a yeah. Uh, and i have undergone that uh, because i was also married to a girl so i you know uh, you can you don't become straight after getting married to a girl but anyway so then uh, i was totally fed up of their uh, bullying and their threatening and uh, you know day to day torture i would say uh, so i decided i got a good opportunity the uh, a media approached me and asked me if i would like to do uh, a story so i said okay i mean uh, i i was as it to fed up of my parents uh, uh, day to day mental torture so i said if in spite of them telling one one person let me tell the whole world you know yeah. in yeah. one in one go it will be a <laughs> it's a shortcut you know 
so it will save their time also and uh, uh, their energy also so uh, that's how this whole statement um, was made uh, basically to uh, get rid of their torture and also uh, to uh, uh, i wanted to fight the hypocrisy which was in our uh, country because by then i had started the lakshat foundation the lakshat trust <coughs> sorry in the year 2000 mm-hmm. and uh, uh, 6 years down the line i realized that people are still homophobic people are still bigoted people are uh, 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 quite hypocrites because uh, given the fact that uh, in india uh, homosexuality was part and parcel of our indian culture okay. still people Uh, refuse to accept and believe that uh, it was in india and they still think that it is a western influence it was brought from the foreign country okay. which is not true because we have evidence in the form of kama sutra we have evidence in the form of uh, statues and sculptures which are centuries old in famous temples like hajurao konarak uh, and i can name uh, several other temples all over india where uh, this depiction of homoerotic statues are there yeah. so uh, i wanted people to uh, talk about a subject which has al- always been hidden and a taboo you know we don't talk about sex so we don't talk about homosexuality yeah uh, that's very unfortunate uh, but at the same time uh, i must also say that in india uh, we are very fortunate where homosocial culture is accepted or homo social behavior is accepted and when i say homo social behavior or homo social culture mm-hmm. you will always see two men clinging to each other two women clinging to each other in public they will hold hands they will yeah. be putting their arms around the other one's shoulder they will be clinging to each other they will be embracing each each other that's not a problem but the moment a man and a woman or a boy or a male or a female do that in public Uh, even if they hold hands together everyone will look at them oh look at that there there's a guy and a girl there's a there's a ma- there's a man and a woman they are holding hands you know yeah. they see that as a problem if you go to colleges as i've seen you know the yeah. boys and boys if they are together nobody has a problem even in our schools they used to make boys sit separately and girls sit separately okay. because they were not like boy and girl to sit together even if i talk about royal families in most of our palaces there is a men section is separate and the women sex section is separate okay. you know in the men section only men will be allowed in the women section only women will be allowed you are not okay. allowed uh, the opposite sexes to to meet each other uh, as freely as you went you okay. you see the examples even if you want to hire a apartment in a, uh, in any apartment in anywhere in india or you want to even hire a room in a hotel if you are two guys together they have no problem but if you are a if you are a boy or a girl or a male or a female wanting to hire a room in the hotel and all that that is that is a problem you know yeah. that they will ask several questions how are you related is she your wife is she your sister she is your cousin she is what you know so that was the thing which i wanted to break and i wanted people to talk about this because i realized that only if you talk about a subject you can bring bring about change in the society so this this whole thing triggered into my you know, coming out and finally uh, i could not hold it back because 
as a to living in a royal family is living in a prison you know you are you are so many protocols you are so many restrictions you can't do this you can't do that so yeah. i want i was uh, waiting for a chance to get free you know like how you if you chain a dog uh, and his entire life and then you unchain it and give it it uh, you know let it uh, uh, free Mm-hmm. uh then you can imagine it will just run as like a wild animal you know it uh, will take opportunity of that sh- small freedom so yep. same way i was in that that condition moment i got this opportunity i just uh, thought let me just uh, break all the rules and uh, kind of i i'm called the the rebellious prince you know in in, in royal families because i i broke all protocols and i broke all all the restrictions and i just i just uh, came out and uh, spoke the truth yeah yeah wonderful and um, the question which i arises um, in the normal like you know the as i already said um, as as royal families you you should have a son or a son i don't know if um, how it works in your royal family but i just wanted to ask this question is how um, you are against how how would um, there be like are, are is there anyone who's going to be your successor or uh, there are some kind of things like that see uh, in royal families the adoptions are very common I, okay. you know, our own dynasty began with an adoption in uh, 1370 ad mm-hmm. uh, since there was no male issue to the previous uh, dynasty which was the, the parmar dynasty so okay. uh, i think when the time comes i'm sure there will be somebody who will be taking over the responsibility somebody from an extended family who would like no would uh, will be there would be taken uh, as the next uh, heir so i'm i'm sure i mean uh, see nowadays of course uh, we don't have our uh, powers and privileges as we used to enjoy in the past but definitely somebody needs to be there to take charge or take responsibility to be the next custodian of this uh, this rich cultural heritage and and uh, there have been cases where the whoever has been adopted in families they have proved to be really very successful like for example we have the the story of uh, 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 the baroda royal family where uh, maharaja sayaji rao gaikwad who was one of the most progressive rulers india had mm-hmm. he was a adopted person he was he was just picked up from the street you know yeah. uh, and he was given the proper education and upbringing and grooming and uh, he uh, was known to be the the, the you know the a person who who brought about uh, education in fact the person who wrote the our indian constitution dr baba saheb ambedkar was mm-hmm. uh, given a scholarship by nasaya ji rao you know yeah yeah uh, so uh, so the so the adoptions are very common in mm-hmm. royal families and uh, uh, i'm sure when whenever the time comes somebody will be there to uh, take it take over and uh, definitely we will not have this dynasty end with me no. uh, there, there will be somebody will be uh, you know brought in to take take over okay great and what was um, i don't know how important is is it like the same as before uh, but how different and unique it is like um, how does it works the people you know uh when you came out to public what was the reaction of people living in uh, in and around the you know rajpapila like how how yeah. did people react to that so uh yeah the, talking about the reaction like it was quite uh, against me because uh, 
nobody expected that this kind of a news will be coming out because as i told you in the past i was the first member of a royal family to even you know talk about uh, my private life in in the public which doesn't happen you know and even now it doesn't happen so people were quite shocked okay and the, the first reaction was that uh, my effigies were burnt in the fire and uh, by the public the, there was a lot of protests happening uh, people were like uh, annoyed uh, upset over this the news and uh, they they decided to uh, they publicly announced that i should be boycotted from all social functions i should be uh, discommunicated i should be exiled i should be stripped of my titles and i brought shame and humiliation to the royal family uh, more than everyone else the royal families were pissed off some of them uh, because i made a statement and said that uh, i may be the first member of a royal family to come out openly as gay but not the only one which meant that i knew some royal families who were gay okay you know uh, because i mean you can be gay anywhere you know and I, this this is what i've heard from my own parents mouth saying that oh so and so is gay and so and so is lesbian and all that so i knew about them and they also knew that i know about them okay so now they were very much uh, uh, fearful that now this guy has become shameless and he has outed himself now what if they out us you know so the royal family some of the royal families were very upset and uh, they instigated my parents uh, and uh, you know told them that look we need to silence this guy because if he if he is now out uh tomorrow he will out us and then the entire royal families of india's reputation will be at stake yeah. so uh, under the instigation of these royal families uh my parents they took out uh, this newspaper advertisements uh, uh that happened didn't happen immediately but it around 2 uh, months later where they publicly disowned me from the royal family and publicly disinherited me from the ancestral property now okay. i had no reason to out anyone because why should i out i mean that's their private life if they want to remain closet closeted that's their choice i have i have no right to out any person but that fear was there you know but uh, uh, when they did this uh, i simply said because my news went on came on national television and i simply made a statement i said look i don't blame the actions of my parents or i don't even blame uh, my the effigies getting burned but i blame the ignorance of these people okay uh, because they are they are not aware of the uh, fact they are not they don't know uh, about <coughs> sorry about homosexuality so that's the reason they are making these statements you know the and uh, i would if uh, i would be in their place i would have done the same thing because we are not taught about sex in schools sex education so how are they going to learn about uh, our lgbt issues yeah and as an activist it's my duty to educate them and remove them from this uh, ignorance and uh, then only they will be able to accept and understand uh, our behavior you know so yeah. uh, th- that was the reaction okay and um, what kind of awareness do um, as you know being a gay gay princess how do you uh, how how does um, what do you say how how do you uh, you know run awareness in regards to uh, lgbtq community 
so fortunately for me uh, the very next year after i came out i was invited by oprah in okay. 2007 now you know oprah has a huge fan following not just in india but uh, i mean international but it's within india also there's yeah. lot of fans of oprah there at least then in 2007 oprah was quite uh, uh, one of the most popular uh, television personalities so her invitation was a turning point in my life because after i got invited by her it changed a lot of mindsets of the people all the people who were against me uh, they became in my favor just the mere invitation uh, which came in the newspapers changed a lot of people's behavior mindset in india okay. so okay. that was one thing and her invitation uh, opened up other avenues and other opportunities coming from other parts of the world mm-hmm. uh, and i was getting invited to inaugurate your the prize i was being invited to meet different leaders like prime ministers presidents parliamentarians uh, you know the hollywood lot of opportunities came and i i took each and every opportunity and i must have traveled to so many countries in the world uh, meeting different people and uh, trying to do my advocacy my awareness uh, at all levels and of course media played a very important role and uh, uh, see when when we see Uh, people from the non lgbt community talk openly about us then that makes a lot of difference and we get a lot we get influenced by those people so when people heard me on oprah or the or any or any other person uh, talking about me for example 3 uh, years back i was on this another famous show called uh, keeping up with the kardashians which is uh, i mean you you all will be knowing about that because i know it's it's, it's Yeah, it's uh, very popular in the youth uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, population, not just in India but world over. So now, see if people uh, who are uh, uh, who treat the Kardashian family as their icons or their role models, like you have Kim Kardashian, or you have uh, like I was invited by Kim to our home for lunch. So okay. there was Kim, there was Courtney, there was Kendall, there, and there was uh, Chloe. And then I also met uh, the mother, Kris Jenner. Mm-hmm. so when people hear from these people's mouth about uh, me and supporting me uh, as gay and uh, uh, you know the the issues of lgbt uh, in india then they will they will connect and like they will you know they will feel at yes definitely uh, there is some substance in what he is saying and that's how the awareness uh, happens you know so uh, and if just i believe that uh, i just need to create one ally uh i call them allies because ally is a very important person for me who uh who is not from the community but at the same time is open to accept us and understand our issues and talk about it mm-hmm. so just one ally if i am able to create in any stakeholder say for example in film industry or in media or in education or in government i think my job is done okay. because i think the best awareness can be created by the ally in that particular uh, Uh, uh stakeholder for example uh, uh if uh, there is one minister in our uh, uh in our government uh, government of india who understands me and accepts me that minister is enough that minister talks to other ministers and uh, that's how you know the awareness uh, happens or if one parliamentarian talks to another parliamentarian one judge talks to another judge one mother talks to another mother you know so that's how we we build allyship and we are able to uh, uh you know uh, create yeah. awareness okay okay 
yeah and um, as you as you said um, that your own parents disowned you so how did you you know like now how did they um, come back again accepting you and how are yeah. you able to get you know back your properties and being so, uh, yeah it's a very interesting story see 2006 like right, i told you they removed this public notices disowning me disinheriting me now the situation is that around a few years back my father decided to gift me this uh, 15 acres of uh, one of our very old ancestral properties where there was there is to be a palace Uh, uh-huh. the royal establishment uh, and uh, that was gifted to me and uh, on this uh, property i am now building a as lgbtqa plus uh, community campus and again the interesting thing is that when uh, i started the work it was my father who laid the foundation stone of this lgbt campus okay so you see you see the the entire reversal of yeah. uh, homophobic behavior you do a behavior where you are you are proud of the child not only just proud but you are supporting the child you know okay okay uh, i mean imagine uh, this is the first one the first center of its kind in india and the this center is the the foundation stone is laid by the father of the child you know yeah. who is openly gay mm-hmm. so uh, so that's how you bring about change you know the and and as a, because of the awareness which was spread through media through through influential people like when i talked about oprah the kardashians or uh, any personality even watching films for example these days uh, bollywood is also changed a lot uh, in the earlier days i remember they used to make fun of us in movies and uh, ridicule us treat us as jokers comedians now serious issues are being discussed and uh, well known personalities uh, are coming out for for example i was featured in this uh, show started by by amit khan called uh, satyameva jayate yeah now that show uh, brought about a lot of change because there was a the, there was a whole uh, episode on lgbt issues which was uh, a screen and uh, you know there are lot of fans of amit khan today if he openly talks about us it makes a lot of difference similarly so many other films have been made uh, uh, in bollywood which are which are you know changing the mindset for uh, recently one film was made by a friend of mine uh, shridhar ranga and where uh, which is called evening shadows now i screened that film in uh, various uh, uh, places universities and other places and i got such positive response because when people watch that film it is it is just a film based on a story uh, it almost brings us at an end um, what would be your last message um, in this you know to anybody who wants to you know come out or anybody who wants to like any kind of message or any kind of uh, thing you would like to talk about you can just do it right now yeah so the, the message i would like to give to the community is that uh, first of all we should first uh, first of all accept ourselves uh, as what we are uh, giving an uh, giving identity to ourselves and feeling comfortable to our sexuality that okay. is the first and foremost thing which which the community should do uh, before they even plan to come out if they plan to come out then there are two things which has to be kept in mind is that one is we need to be having our own social a uh, support system in place because in the eventuality of getting thrown out from the home one mm-hmm. should you know uh, not uh, you know feel lonely or homeless or uh, that kind of situation secondly financial independence is very important we should be on our own 
and not depend on parents for even shelter or food or something like that because okay. the these are the two things which if we are having a social independence and a financial independence then yeah. it becomes easier for a person to come out to the to the family or to the society so okay. uh, and of course i would like to tell the the uh, community that uh, uh, be proud of what you are instead of having a guilt feeling okay wonderful so yeah thank you very much for being here yeah. it was my pleasure having you and uh, i'm i'm very happy that you you know gave a wonderful uh, talk and a, a different uh, total different perception of um, life of being a royal family and accepting yourself uh, thank you very much for being here it was a pleasure having you thank you